welcome to the Life in Her Perspective podcast, the show that will motivate you into living life as your true, authentic, and highest self. I'm your host, Kaylani. I'm a mama and wife who recently left her nine to five to live out my big dreams. As an entrepreneur, my goal is to give you my personal skill set in business and a couple of tips and tricks on life. I may not always have all of the answers, but I'm dedicated to help you get through. The importance of life and business is building a community because you don't have to go at it alone. So let's get started and go through it together right now. Welcome back to another episode of Life in Her Perspective. Again, I'm your host, Kaylani, and I am so, so, so happy that you're here today. These episodes are live on IG and then hitting the uh, podcasts on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And they're in an effort, if you're just tuning in, they're in an effort to support women in business, women who um, otherwise cannot, you know, share their voice with the world. And so we've created this platform just for that. Today, we're going to be going live with Wendy. She is going to talk all things social impact strategy. Hello. And I just can't wait to bring her on because I think this conversation is going to be so incredible. Um, And we're going to learn so much today. So let me go ahead and try and see if I can get her to come on. Let's see. says that it's searching for her. All right, I'll give it a few more minutes. Hello. Yes, so you can sign up by going to the link um, in my bio and under podcast interview, just go ahead and send me a message and I'll reach back out to you to schedule your day. Uh, This podcast series is um, completely free. And so we just set up a date that's best to go live on IG and talk all about your business. All right, she's in. So let me go ahead and invite your perfect eyebrows this morning (laughs) (laughs) I did I was like I went to my girl she was like okay I have a 9 a.m I was like okay great so I'm coming because I need them done (laughs) just in time (laughs) yeah she is amazing how are you I'm well I'm well this is exciting I'm excited to be here with you your hair looks absolutely beautiful (laughs) and you so backstory Wendy thinks that she's catfishing folks when she sends a picture, but I think you look exactly the same. Yeah. So I've had long hair for years and I decided to grow out my natural hair color so I could donate it. So I stopped dyeing it, let it go gray, and I cut off 11 inches in December. 
so see you know my my photo usually and they're like wait your hair is different now what did you do and I'm like well I sent it away to children with cancer right. <laughs> what I did. Right. you look absolutely gorgeous so tell us a little bit about yourself yeah so I'm Wendy Velos I am a social impact strategist I help people with their business or their nonprofit grow their impact and also to build a legacy and I do that you know with a lot of entrepreneurs of color and so that's what I do every day and I'm excited about it I've been doing this for a couple years now and I have a podcast that focuses on social impact as well and we just talk about social entrepreneurship and how you can use what you're doing as a vehicle to help others I I love that. So when you say social entrepreneurship, what exactly is that? Um, because I know a lot of people who are tuning in may be questioning, okay, what is social entrepreneurship? What is social impact? So can you dive a little bit deeper in that and just give us a little bit of a synopsis? Yeah, so it's kind of a new form of doing business or formalizing what you're doing. A lot of people um, used to say donate to a nonprofit and give some of their proceeds to a nonprofit or pick a day and you know a certain percentage of our, our proceeds go to this nonprofit or this cause. Other people actually bring folks together from the community and do something for them through the vehicle or their business or their nonprofit. So there's a lot of room in social entrepreneurship for people to make a difference, but the main components are one that you have a and <laughs> hi to all my friends who are joining um you have i know i see you have like a fan club going on <laughs> i have i, I have some it. really awesome people that follow me around and all the platforms yes. so it's great it's good to see you guys i love you guys um so people who want to make a difference can do it in a lot of different ways but it's just that it's as important as their mission for profit right so they know that they want to make an impact they can formalize that mission and use it to actually drive more profit. So it's a really cool way to do business. And like I said, you know, social entrepreneurship could be a nonprofit founder, it could be a for-profit business. It really doesn't matter as long as you are helping others and you can help others however you want. You know, your cause could be dogs, your cause could be cancer, your cause could be um, supporting, you know, mothers who have autistic children, right? So like there's so many, <laughs> yeah, there's claims of number one fans here. Yeah, do you see that? <laughs> I love it. I love it also. I'm reading all the comments as you're speaking and I'm like, oh, number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> My people are awesome. So th the whole point is that there are people who want to give back, want to use their platform as a vehicle to help some sort of social cause make the world better. And they're passionate about it, right? Like passion driven people. And you can blow your whole organization up to be, you know, at scale and still have this impact driven mission. Or you can be a solo entrepreneur or a solo founder and make just as much of a difference. So we've got number one and two fans here today. All right, number three. Are you number three where are you <laughs> I think awesome. that is so 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 amazing so if I were to be like a client who wants to come in for the first time and work with you do I have to have a business plan already set up no I mean I work with people who are as early as I have this really cool idea <laughs> and I'm not sure what to do with it and so I have accelerator programs that help them formulate the idea a lot of social entrepreneurs are actually multi-passionate entrepreneurs and now we've got number 10 fans <laughs> so people like have a bunch of ideas in their head and this is one of the issues that I run into all the time is 
it prevents people from taking action because there's so many ideas. So we work through, you know, what strategies should you be putting in place? What's going to maximize your impact? And as you go through those things, how do you build it in a sustainable fashion so that even if you were removed from the equation, your mission for impact would live on without you. And that's the legacy part. So we go all the way from people who are in that very beginning stage idea, I don't know what to do with it, to, hey, I have this thing I've been working on, but it's not quite sustainable and it's taking a lot out of me and I don't want to burn out. Right, right. <laughs> so burnout happens like that, right? Yeah. And then when people burn out in this space, that means the good work that they're supposed to do doesn't get done. Right. So then we pass that mission on to somebody else to have to do, or it just doesn't get done. The world never sees the idea. Right. So the whole point of my coaching and my business is to help those people through that process, awesome. whether it's just starting out or getting to something that's really sustainable for them. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. I mean, it sounds like you're doing your mission is to help people get their vision. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And I, I think help that for that up in a nutshell, it's like, it's so impactful and so powerful because so many people, like you said, start with, I have an idea, but where do I go from here? And I want to give so much to the world, but how do I, you know, give all the things that I have happening in my mind? And how do so I, I love, love that? I thrive, right? Like that's the key you don't want to suffer in order right. to serve others. Right. You want to still be able to be the best you you can be so that you can keep showing up for other people, but also for yourself and your family, right? Like people don't operate in a vacuum and only work on one thing. Right. You're a whole person. Right, <laughs> right. So, doing so many things. Yeah. And how do you keep showing up for yourself so that you're not depleting yourself as in the process of serving others, including your family? Right. Right. That is so true. So now you said that you work with people of color. Um, I'm assuming, uh, are you Latina? I am. I'm Mexican descent, but born in the U.S. <laughs> nice. Awesome. So as a Latina paving the way in your community and the clients that you serve and all of the things that you're doing, have you found there to be any kinds of difficulties, like challenges throughout the process? And what has that looked like for you? Yeah. So especially for Latino populations, we grow up with a couple of things that come up. One, um, and you're gonna hear my dog in the background, by the way, um, humility. There's <laughs> always this sense of like, you're supposed to be humble. So not really being able to step out and say, no, I'm doing this really awesome thing. Like that process for people sometimes is really difficult right. if you grew up in poverty. Right. So battling the, the mentality of poverty and stepping out, maybe leaving a nine to five because you're wanting to follow your passion, but you're not exactly sure how you're going to live without a regular paycheck every two weeks. Right, right. <laughs> so those kinds of things are really, really important. Um, so I help people through those mindset pieces and I help them through, you know, what are we going to do when you have to step out on your own or just stay where you're at? Because otherwise you're going to get stuck in that process. And sometimes for Latinos, even the, the I don't want to tell my family that I'm doing this because they're going to look at me like I'm local, right? right? They're going to look at me like, like oh my gosh, like, you can't. No way. How are you going to live without a paycheck? Right. <laughs> right. So yes. true. So there's so many things that come up in the La Cultura that like when you're battling all of these things, you're less likely to actually do your big idea or to step out with your passion. And it happens to a lot of people of color because of you know intergenerational poverty, the trauma that we've felt, you know, systemic racism, like all of these things that people don't want to talk about, they are invisible barriers for us at all points. Absolutely. So 
doing our own thing isn't always the safest idea in our brain. Right, right. Because <laughs> we're conditioned to do things. So it's so interesting. I actually had this conversation on another podcast where like me and my personal um, growth, I've seen and you know, as a child, talking about breaking generational curses, right? We're accustomed, we're conditioned to la mujer stays at home, cooks, cleans, handles the children, does everything because we've seen our, you know, parents or our parents' parents doing all of that. And so now I feel like, wait a second, as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, I am breaking that barrier, but is this what I'm supposed to be doing and navigating this whole like thing called business? And my mind is constantly going on a thousand <laughs> because it's just like, it feels right for me. But at the same time, I always worry about what is somebody who, you know, in my family, what are they thinking? I mean, I have super supportive family. My parents are super supportive. My siblings are super supportive, but it's still that thing that, you know, I carry along with me in the back of my mind. So yeah, it's just, I totally understand. And you're not alone, right? Like we were just, one of my friends was just saying like, Indian people feel this too, right? It's not just, you know, anybody, I think it is difficult to step out as an entrepreneur, but particularly for people who have come from, um, you know, our lived experience similar to us, where gender roles are a very stringent yes. thing you grew up understanding yes. and living. A lot of culture. Yeah. And I, on a recent podcast episode, we were talking about this with another Latina founder. And she was saying, even the idea that I always have to hustle and be busy, because I think my husband is like, you're not doing anything if you're sitting on the couch resting. And what were you doing all day? Why aren't you cleaning? You know, these things that we grow up with, these little cultural nuances, they get stuck in our brain. And we just perceive that someone else is, you know, looking at us that way. But they may not. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so true. Expectation. Yeah, so true. I think I went out for a little bit. Yeah, um, you're right. Um, that. But yes, I totally, totally agree. And I think that it is in many cultures that, that, you know, deal with these things all the time. And it's just so crazy. Now for you and your business, what was, what, have you ever had like an aha moment when starting the business that you're in? Yeah, early on. So I um, lost my job. This is how I ended up in this entrepreneurship. I had been in the government for years and years. And I just saw that it wasn't a vehicle for me to really create social change on my on my level, the what I the way I wanted to. And I couldn't help who I wanted to. I couldn't help the way that I wanted to or when I wanted to. Like all these restrictions existed in my world. And it was very frustrating. And so the aha moment was when I lost my job and I went home and said, I'm going to go be my own boss and I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> and right. whatever that takes, like hell or high water, I am not going back. <laughs> That's how I feel too. <laughs> so true. So that was your aha moment. I mean, I have a very similar story where I wasn't able to help and make the impact that I wanted to make. And I am very, my, in my business, I'm heavily focused on, um, you know, transformational growth and how to motivate women to be the best versions of themselves. And I am heavily focused in women and Latinas, but I feel like just in general, with people in general, right? Like if you feel stuck at a nine to five, my one piece of advice for you, if you're watching this is just take the plunge and go for it. Because honestly, you never know what's gonna come after. And if you feel like, you can't provide all of the help that you like so desperately want then that's not the place for you anymore that's what i found and it sounds very similar to what you found in your position as well wendy absolutely so I love that <laughs> i love that somebody in the comments said immigrant parents put a huge expectation on their children to repay to repay their sacrifice and be successful um i 
couldn't have agreed with that even more because it's like it's that expectation right of us mm -hmm. feeling like oh my oh my gosh we have to do this because our parents say that this is what we have yeah. to do and this is how we have to show up so incredible and I think um that goes for a lot of us though when you're trying to overcome some of those generational curses that have happened and you're trying to climb a ladder that you like didn't even know existed, right? Like this invisible ladder we're trying to climb and get out of wherever right. our parents generation is able to get to. That pressure is there for a lot of us because we're trying to move past those generational issues that we've seen and say, no, there's something better and there's something better from the generations after me, right? Like I can help pave the way for that to, to be different. And it, it's, I hear it all the time. Yes. <laughs> I agree and like I have a daughter she's 10 years old so that's where my mindset is at now like I really want to pave the way so that when she reaches her adulthood and is trying to pave a way for her you know future I want her to be as successful as possible and I feel like our parents wanted the same things for us though too they just you know they did it their way they the way that they thought was best yes. for us and it was I was interesting I was actually having this conversation with my parents this morning where I was like you guys did everything you could you did everything right um do I wish there was something different absolutely um is there something that I'm trying to do differently with my child now a hundred percent but at the time of them raising me it's what they thought was best and so no offense to any of our parents because we no. love them dearly and they did the best that they can but we're just trying to you know be the change now for sure so i have a couple of questions for you wendy our generation is like times have changed so that threshold for what is the best has changed right so now i can see how it's helpful for me to leave generational wealth it's helpful for me to leave health as a legacy because if we don't have those things generational wealth and health we actually start out as a deficit so if i can leave that to my kids or to the next generation i'm helping them get past that deficit from a really early age which some of us may not have had because our parents weren't able to create those things for us right and it's no fault to them or no fault to their efforts they did what they could and we're able to get to where we can get to because they made that effort exactly i agree 100 percent. i do have a couple of questions for you yeah. Um, so one of the questions that I always ask my clients um, or anybody that I'm speaking to, what keeps you motivated in your business? Oh, gosh. I think it's seeing people win. I love seeing people win. I mean, I'm like, when my clients have successes or they get an aha moment or they're able to help somebody and they come back and say, hey, you know, I helped this person and this was the outcome and, or I was able to get, you know, this many things done because you unlocked something for me. You showed me a process that I could use. I'm always like, that is why I'm, he I'm here for it. Like a hundred percent because if I can help somebody shortcut something that it took me years to learn, I'm not gonna gatekeep that information. I usually make a lot of my information free or low cost and low barrier. It's accessible online. I try to do as much as I can to give, give, give. And what I charge for is my support, right? Like my time to walk you through the process. I don't need to charge you much to learn the process. If you're a DIYer, I am the person you wanna follow because <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will give you everything for you can DIY your little heart out but if you really can't get through it on your own that's why I'm here yeah I I say that all the time too like a lot of the times people are like oh my gosh I need somebody to like you know show me or tell me or 
or where can I find this? A lot of the information that is accessible to people, honestly, you can probably one, find it online, but I feel also too, I'm a DIYer myself. Yes! <laughs> when you have somebody walking side by side with you and somebody who's like, listen, we're gonna figure this out together. We're gonna walk through it together. And if I don't know the answer, I'm gonna get you the answer. There's some comfort in that, right? Mm -hmm. It's more like, okay, wait a second. I have somebody who's invested. And I feel like a lot of the times when people are thinking of hiring, like, you know, either whether it be a mindset coach or a social impact um, strategist, or, you know, even a, a transformational coach, when they're hiring and they're thinking about all these big things, they're like, oh my gosh, this is a huge cost. <laughs> But imagine all of the things that you're getting and it may not be such a huge cost because you're getting one-on-one -on -one attention with this person. So I just Absolutely. love that, that, you know, having I've that motivation. I've invested a ton in coaching. I don't know if you have too, but I find a lot of us who do coach <laughs> have had coaches, right? Like yes. if you hire a coach that's never had a coach before, beware. Yes. <laughs> Let's be really clear. Yes. yes. Well, I hired, so two years ago, I hired my a coach for the very first time i had never experienced the world of coaching um i didn't know what it was like yes it also holds you accountable yes. when someone walks the path with you fresh eyes and different perspective absolutely so i had never had a coach before i didn't know what i was entering but this this woman who is absolutely amazing her name is kayla by the way and i can tag her later on she's just such a magnificent mindset coach she opened my world. She literally started and paved the foundation for me. And in my stories, I actually just hired on a business coach. Um, so I'm like super excited because it's my first, like my second huge investment. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize how important it is until you're in it. And there is always an opportunity to learn, right? Yeah. From everything. I, I A lot of times people think that coaches oh, they know it all, or, or they don't need anybody. No, we still do. <laughs> yeah, and the people that I coach are people who have a business or a nonprofit, and a lot of the times they have um, been struggling through on their own, right? Like they, the accountability is real and it takes a while. Like there's a lot of barriers in doing impact-based work. So even if I tell you, you know, all the things I know, you're still gonna encounter those barriers. The barriers and challenges are still going to be there. And I have, and that's some of the hand-holding that I do is walking through people through the mindset and the um, approach on how to get past the barriers so that they can keep going, right? And so it is the accountability, but it's also the part about like, don't stop when a barrier, when it gets hard, right? right? Like don't, don't, don't let that stop you, keep going. And so it's kind of a little more than accountability because it pushes you into the sense of, I didn't know that I could do that, but when someone else has faith in me that I don't have in myself, then it unlocks it for me to be able to do it. Oh my gosh. I just got gooseies all <laughs> over! Stop, because you literally just dropped, look, I even get emotional. I cry for everything, but <laughs> you just dropped such a huge gem because it really is in those moments when you feel like quitting, when you feel like it's so hard and you shouldn't be doing this and you feel like, oh my gosh, who, like nobody understands me. Guess what? Entrepreneurship is hard AF. It is so difficult. But like you said, you got to push past that. Like literally keep on going because it's going to, it's going to turn out so much better. In the yeah. comments, somebody said knowledge is power. 
best investment you can do is in yourself. And somebody else said, working with someone who has done it will help you avoid pitfalls and get you there faster. Absolutely, because you have somebody who's giving you all of this knowledge, right? Yeah. I love that. And somebody who's already in your corner and wants to see you be successful, even when you're doubting yourself or when you think your family is saying this or your friends are saying this, to have somebody who always genuinely wants to see you be successful and is going to be your cheerleader, sometimes that's all you need to keep going, to be honest. For sure. And I feel like with the world of social media and constantly showing up, right? Because we're either showing up in stories or our posts or creating reels. I mean, you and I have never met and I don't know where you are geographically, but I'm in Connecticut. And it's like, this is the first time we're meeting. I never sent any prompt questions, but the vibe that we're having because of social media, I'm just like, yes! Girl. Yeah, yeah, I think we like, we're like, wait, you're my kind of people. Yes. Hold on, we should chat. <laughs> right? And you just know when it's your kind of people, you just know and surrounding yourself around that good energy, that energy that's going to be the driving force for you to continue in your business, I think it's so important, which kind of leads me into my next question for you, which is, if there was somebody who, was interested in getting into this field, the business that you're in and starting their own social impact um, strategy business, what advice would you give them and why? Yeah, you are. if you are in the impact world working for somebody else's mission, you can work for your own mission. You already have all the skills you need. You don't need to go get more training. You probably have done it a million times. What you need to do is figure out these systems of how you're going to teach others the things you know, right? Because we have so much jam-packed in our heads as professionals, especially when you're a subject matter expert like I am. You know, you're thinking like, oh, nobody's going to want to know these things. And then you start talking and people are like, I really want to know, hold on, I'm taking notes. And you're like, why are you taking notes about what I'm saying? Like, this is really weird. Yeah. So I try to force myself through a process that I've taught, I teach to people to unlock ideas so that you can systematize what you're teaching and then be able to teach it over and over again. And the process is actually called fidelity. Like there is, there is an actual word for this in the impact world. It means that you're able to do the same process over and over again and consistently get the results. So even for me, I'm trying to create fidelity for my own products and services so that I can consistently teach them and get the results. And that process is a you process. It's not a client process. That <laughs> is. Like, you gotta do the work so (laughs) and isn't that so hard and it starts from here it's both and you've got to unlock both of those things like what is in your heart to tell others and like one of my friends is saying you know being inspiring like right you want to be inspiring but you also have to make it easy to understand for other people things that we know really well are easy for us to understand so right. we're like yeah we're going to tell you all these things but if we don't make the right processes the right frameworks the right programs and courses and all that stuff then people don't actually get the knowledge so it's kind of like you know you got to do it yourself and test it and do it a couple times and then be humble about the feedback that you get so that it improves right like people are going to give you feedback and it's not always going to be good <laughs> so yeah you need, to, you need to integrate that feedback too <laughs> for sure and you know it's the constructive criticism that I, that I think that also helps us grow a lot of the times you have a circle of people that are like, oh my gosh, you're great. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. And sometimes I don't I, like for myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm great. I'm amazing. But like, what, what can I improve on? Like, can you give me something that I did 
that wasn't okay. Like, tell me something else because I want to be able to really be impactful um, in every service that I'm providing to my clients. And every time I coach somebody or every time I give out some type of motivation, because I go on stories all the time and I'm I'm giving, 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 I want to be sure that I'm intentional um, in what I'm saying and, and that it really truly is touching somebody and touching, like you said, their heart. And it is coming from a place of me knowing that it touched my heart, it impacted me, it helped me, so now I can serve forward. I think that that is awesome. I love that. Um, so how okay so how did you know i know that you spoke a little bit about being in a nine to five and then wanting to like kind of edge out of that and that's where you found this whole business but was it then that you actually knew this is what you wanted to do and this was your your purpose <laughs> no not at all okay. <laughs> i i was working with a coach and shout out to my coach melissa who just like if, if i hadn't had her i would have gone back to a nine to five like for real but <laughs> we did so much work to for me to understand what is my passion and what can i offer to others that people actually need and there was a time where i remember breaking down because i was like but i still want to talk about wellness and i, I don't think i want to be a wellness coach and i want to help people and she's like why can't you do impact and wellness and be the one impact coach who helps people with their wellness too and i was right. like well, i never thought of that <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can. Yeah, I, you know, it was that freedom to do what you want that I'd never experienced because I've always had somebody give me assignment and be like, this is due tomorrow and I don't, you have no resources to do it, so go do it, right? And I was like, oh, I can actually take my time to discover what I'm good at, what can I, so how can I serve people and then package that up into me, right? Like just, just be me. I'd never had permission to just be my whole person. And so when I started stepping out, I thought people were looking at me like I was psycho, like, why is she talking about wellness? Why is she talking about impact? She usually talks about mental health. This is no, 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 no. Like, this is, this is not Yeah, and this is different and I don't like it, right? I spent a lot of time battling that expectation and what people were thinking of me when I first started. And then when I started creating my programs, I was like, oh, this is fun. I'm having, no, I'm just gonna do me because this is way more fun than working for somebody oh, else. Oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can say that too. Like when you're doing you and you're like doing it with your whole heart and you know that it works and you've seen it and you, you're impacting people, it just feels right. It just makes sense. And I love the fact that you have that aha moment when your coach told you, why can't you just do it all? Like you can do, you know, not not literally do it all, but merge the, 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 the loves that you have for everything. I think that's incredible. Yeah. And I mean, no, the unlocking of that was just so pivotal for me because people are not, they're, they're not a vacuum, right? Like everybody needs to have wellness in their life. Absolutely. So if I can translate that into how you can make a bigger impact because you are living a life of wellness, like that, that needs to be my role in life, you know, that I need to be opening that door because I don't want people getting burnt out. I don't want people being stressed and I don't want people to feel like they can't do what they want to do because they're stressed out. Um, but we had some really cool comments yeah, that I go back I was, to. Yes, I was looking. Um, so then Fun Size Mimi says, uh, that's what makes an amazing, that's what makes an amazing tip. A lot of people are willing to adjust to that client, which loses being personable. Mm -hmm. And then she also said, a lot of people have that idea. You only can do one service, but that freedom to do what you are passionate about, regardless how many talents you have. Absolutely. You can do anything that you're passionate about, anything that is weighing, you know, that 
feels right in your heart, in your mind, and is going to be the driving force for you to be really impactful um, in the services that you're providing to people because, you know, that's where it's at for sure. Um, and then, I mean, lastly, one of the questions I had is like, how can people find you if they wanted to book you for, you know, for, as a coach or start the journey in social impact? Yeah, absolutely. So I work with people who not, I mean, we mentioned a lot of people of color, but I work with anybody who is trying to make an impact and wants to have their own organization or already has their own organization. And if it's not at the sustainable level yet, <laughs> come and talk to me. So I have a couple of places that you can find me here on Instagram. I hang out a lot. I hang out on Clubhouse a lot. So I give a lot of free value and content. Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse given almost every day. I've got rooms going on. You know, I have a morning accountability room at 8 a.m. Eastern every single day, Monday through Friday. So if y'all need accountability, come through. And we talk about your goals and all of those things. But I also have a LinkedIn newsletter that is growing like gangbusters. It is, I think I picked up 1,200 people this month in this newsletter. So I give a weekly set of tips and resources that you can look at related to impact-based work. So that's the, the two vehicles online. And then I also have a podcast, which is called the Social Impact Level Up Podcast. And that is where we talk about social entrepreneurship, mindset, and how do you go about making an impact and living, leaving your legacy, but also living a life of wellness. So that is, um, season two is going to be coming out in March. So if people want to support, check that out because there's a lot of really cool stories of social entrepreneurs like me who are changing the world and um, absolutely love that platform. So people can reach out on my website if they want to work with me, but any of those other places you can just go and consume, like I said, low barrier, free content, high value that talks about all of the intricacies of the building an impact-based legacy. And you know, you're always welcome to come and get one-on-one -on -one coaching or consulting and I do public speaking and all kinds of stuff so happy to serve in whatever vehicle people need but also just encouraging people to actually you know get the help that they need and be able to yes invest in yourself but also invest in the legacy that you're gonna build I love that. I love that. Perfectly said. Fun size Mimi says, I would love to advocate in mental health. Yeah, mental health is like, um, especially after the pandemic, there's so many more people who understand the part of mental health that was very kind of hidden. We talk about mental illness a lot, but we don't talk about the promotion of our mental health, which means how can we maintain a sense of, of mental health that's positive for us or if we start having challenges how do we address those challenges early and get the support we need so we need more mental health advocates this is my plug for mental health because i still talk about mental health all the time i, I haven't gone away from it but i want people to understand that if you are struggling there are resources and there are probably resources within your even your network so even if it's difficult to get formal therapy resources waitlist all of that stuff you can still find advocates within your network like mimi is talking about she wants to do so yeah. always always be supporting others mental health um because we're all on this journey together right like we absolutely. all have mental health absolutely <laughs> so mimi you have the plug now wendy is your girl you can make the connection um somebody else in the comments Ale. i'm gonna yeah, my yeah I, was, Ale. I was like i'm gonna mispronounce this Ale uh, says wendy is always very generous with sharing her knowledge I can see she is just incredible and I knew this connection was gonna just mesh perfectly. The moment I saw her photo and started skimming through her IG, I was like, this is the girl. 
I want her to come on and I just love that she accepted the offer. Um, I am Superwoman says, love this. It was so impactful and you dropped so many gems, Wendy. So thank you, thank you so much. Yes. I am going to plug all of the information um, on where to find you in the comment, in the caption. Uh, Hazel says, thank you for all of this. It was amazing, it was. I'm gonna actually open up the floor as I always do to see if there is anybody who has a question for you before we wrap up. If you have questions for Wendy, drop them in the comments. We wanna hear those questions and have her answer them. Absolutely, I love questions, but I also just love people who are hungry for knowledge, you know what I mean? Like people who want the information. And like I said, we've had so many struggles getting information about impact-based work in the past. There really isn't a good repository, but one thing I will plug is LinkedIn just created a platform for nonprofits. And if you haven't heard this yet, it's like two days old news. LinkedIn for nonprofits is a thing and it's amazing. So if you haven't checked it out or you know somebody who has a nonprofit or you have a favorite nonprofit that you support, make sure that they're on LinkedIn for nonprofits and that they're getting the resources because they created a whole platform of free stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so, so, so awesome. I love that. I'll definitely be plugging that in. All right. No well, question. thank you so much. Yes, Wendy, thank you so much for coming on today and giving us all the deets on your business and what life is like literally in your perspective. This was absolutely incredible. You dropped so many gems and I cannot wait to see your growth and as you continue you know, to go through this whole journey, what it's gonna be like for you. I appreciate you. And do you have any questions or comments for me? What? I mean, I love what you're doing with this and I love that you're supporting women-owned businesses because I think it's fantastic. I was just curious, you know, um, as you're looking for collaborators, who can we bring you? Who can we, who can we connect you with to support your work? So, so I right now am in the process of working with women. I say it's very broad, right? Because again, as we mentioned earlier, I don't want to just stick to one field. So I am interested in women, women of color also, um, who have their own businesses and really don't have a platform to speak on what they are doing and the work, the great work that they're doing. So if you're a woman in business, a woman of color in business, who is looking to share your story just as Wendy did, definitely you can come onto the podcast. And I also do Monday motivationals. I'm gonna be starting them up just kind of to give women that push that they need to set the week up for themselves um, and hold them accountable. So like an accountability club sort of as well. Um, but I am gonna be checking out your clubhouse because I love clubhouse. <laughs> um, I was on it for a while and then I kind of like jumped off um, but yeah, so women, you know, if you're a business entrepreneur, solopreneur, whatever you'd like to call yourself, I'm your girl. You can jump on life in her perspective because it really is life in your perspective. And I want to hear your story. Awesome. I'm excited. Well, I'm going to send you some phones. <laughs> Yes, send them my way. And this podcast, um, it will be airing. It, it airs on Fridays, um, either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And to get onto the live IG, it is absolutely free. There is no cost. It's really just starting the conversation um, around all things business and women who are really trying to make uh, an impact in today's world. So, yeah. Oh, this is why we're so aligned. Yes, that, that is why, because we're on a mission, girl, to impact. Yes, thanks for having me today, love. It's been so fun to chat with you. <laughs> Likewise. Right. Besitos. Send me yes. love. Yes. All right. Take hug. care, honey. Yes, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. Who's here? Thanks for being here. Yes. <laughs>